Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. (laughs) Welcome to Tell Me More. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? It's been good. It has been good. It feels like it's been a whole week since we talked. Yeah, it does. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, Kristen, you're terrible. (laughs) What's our theme for the week? Our theme for the week is going to be about the joys of renting and joys of owning homes or apartments. Yep. Um, Off the top of your head, what comes to your mind? Um, That my husband and I hid a cat for a year and a half from our landlord because I made a terrible choice and I love her cat. And by the way, we had that cat for like 15 years. Wow. Yeah. And that was, that was, that was stressful. We had like a TV thing that, I don't know. We, we put like on our balcony things that blocked so they couldn't see from the inside. We had a TV box. We had a bunch of things to try to block her existence. Oh, we went like two weeks without air conditioning because we needed to find a way to get her to go somewhere else. Well, our air conditioning got fixed. Oh, wow. Um, anytime they would randomly like- come and check to fix something in our apartment, we had to hide all existence of her. <sighs> Worth it. Very stressful. Oh, that actually reminds me that we had a cat in college for a while. Like at um, BYU, Idaho? Yeah. Did you have an apartment? Yeah, we lived in an apartment, but we were not allowed to have pets, obviously. obviously. Um, but they were handing out kittens at the wall in the Walmart parking lot. And my <gasps> friend Claudia loved cats, so we had a cat. We named her Bitsy. She had really sharp claws, and she scratched me up. But what I don't know slash Bitsy remember. sounded like a Bits. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, what I don't remember is how we hit her because we had cleaning checks every week. Like once a week, an RA came in and did a clean check in our house. And there was like a litter box. I don't know. I don't know if just like every week we would take the litter box and put it in Claudia's car for a little bit. I just, I honestly don't remember, but we must, that's, we must've done that. And then what happened to Bitsy? Was it an indoor-outdoor cat? Um, well, Bitsy ended up getting taken off by a friend whose family lived on a farm in Malad. And is this a joke? A- because this is what we tell kids when they die. No, this actually happened. I don't know how long Bitsy survived, but she was feisty. So anyway, he told us that she was having a great time running around on the farm. Wink, wink. Yeah. I prefer to think that she did. Okay. (laughs) Stop winking at me, Kristen. (laughs) Uh, We had a listener who said during college, amid online COVID times, I was living with some friends and working an internship. This was a typical college house with a classic murder shower, a murder shower. Yeah. Typically found in old houses contains multiple pipes extending from the boiler heating system. Um, 
I would call this a gas station bathroom, but I get the murder shower. When you took a shower in this house, you had to play the devil's version of Twister to avoid third degree burns. That was actually at my parents' house too. Really? Yeah. This story takes place during finals week. I'd stayed up for most of the week and taken very few shower, oh, fewer showers than usual to increase my study time. This, whoever this is, they're dedicated. It was the morning before my last final and a huge presentation in front of a VP and the CEO of my company. <gasps> Boy, I made the unfortunate decision to forego a morning shower. Are you laughing at me, Kristen? No. Okay. I made the unfortunate decision to forego a morning shower to study. I hoped to finish my final early so I could shower and then go to work on time. I cheated my way through this final. And after much hard work to avoid getting caught, I finished early. I was overly joyed to start the murder shower for this well-deserved cleaning. As I walked away to let the murder shower warm up, I entered the living room. All of my roommates were staring out the window, watching the water utility truck drive off from the opposite side of the street. We proceeded to wonder what idiot forgot to pay their water bill and had now gotten their water shut off. How stupid could you be? Turns out we were that idiot. It turned out that the one roommate who we had been paying our rent and utilities to forgot to transfer our money to the water company for the past four months. So I guess the roommate was just pocketing the money and conveniently. Wow. The water company. Wow. Okay. Can I get this one? Yes. Okay. Owning a house that was built in 1930 is great. Ooh, it has a lot of character and good bones, but it seems like projects are never ending and you never know what you will find behind the lathe or plaster or under the linoleum. It could be a day long project into a month long project. Also, there's never enough outlets or lighting in this old house. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So I am a, I love architecture. I love old homes. I love their I literally follow a Facebook old homes mm-hmm. and people are either redoing them and p- posting pictures. It's so much fun, but there's also um, a, a post that a popular post that says, what is this? What is, what was meant for this? Or no, what's the word? Um, why did they do this? Because they would show like a random drawer yeah. or random, uh-huh. but they do talk about not enough outlets. Mm-hmm. Oh, not enough outlets for sure. And I don't know who submitted that one, but I know my brother lives in a really old house and they had, when they bought the house, the basement was basically just like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like a murder basement, like a murder shower. It was a murder basement. It was scary. Like it just seemed like it was almost dirt floors, but maybe it wasn't, maybe it was cement. And very, very, very low ceilings, like you could hardly get in there, walk around. They ended up renovating it, and they added a second bathroom to their house. Um, The basement is my sister's, like, sewing area slash laundry room. It's really, really cool. And their Wi-Fi name, not their password, but their Wi-Fi name is Scary Basement, which I think is a nice nod to what their basement used to be nice yeah um i was actually thinking about um oh no brain fart sorry 
So uh, the next listener said oh. neighbors. Oh, wait, said. I remembered. I remembered. I can tell okay. you neighbor stories for days. That's actually another. Can you put oh, that down for another? For another episode? Yes. Neighbors. Okay, I'm not going to say those. But one time my mom's, my, one of my close friends' moms, they got, I mean, she got a divorce from, they, yeah. they split. Okay. And she bought this beautiful Spanish style home, downtown Gilroy. Gorgeous. One of the things that she bought, one of the reasons, because it had the perfect Christmas tree window. Love it. And I feel like these homes were built. Her home was like at least like 1920. Um, And it, I feel like it was loved on. It was a loved home. It wasn't um, like abandoned. Um, But one day she wanted to take, there was this big plaster, like fireplace that took up a lot of the room. And so Mm -hmm. she was just working on it and she let me work on it with her. And I was able to like, able to chip away this plaster and behind it was the most beautiful brick, brick fireplace behind all of this plaster. It was so beautiful. And I remember just thinking, maybe that's where my love for old homes came from. Just like how sensitive. And it also had a murder basement. Um, so that basement was almost, I would say, I think it was a dirt floor and, um, it was very cold and I feel like it was a cool storage room. Like tons of canning goods were there, tons of jars, tons of were like, it was like a food storage, except in California there is, there's basements are extremely rare. Like, Mm -hmm. and so like to this day, my family's always like, Ooh, basement so exciting yeah and so i love a good basement as i'm talking in my basement look at me now gilroy look at me now that on the side of my head right over there if you can see in the picture is a punching bag that my husband has never used maybe a couple of times fun kind of like the elliptical that i've only used a couple times i want that george george broke his back trying to get that down here he literally really did hurt his back, huh? Really did, yeah. Okay, really quickly, even though I want that elliptical, uh, you can just get a plastic mat that goes under and keeps it from falling. That's what I need to do. I just haven't yet. I believe in you. I will someday. By the way, in case my husband does hear this episode, he uses it daily. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this listener said, when renting... Waiting on maintenance or even getting a hold of them is such a joke. Our furnace slash heater went out in the middle of winter and it was freezing and no one was willing to come look at it for like 24 to 48 hours. Would you rather? Oh, wait, let me finish their story. It was our first few months of being married. Luckily, we had lots of blankets and still liked to cuddle. It was fixed, I think, late the next day, but I still think it's the worst having to wait on getting wait on or get a hold of someone to fix problems. Agreed. But I want to know, Chris, would you rather have a broken furnace and heater or a broken air conditioning machine? A broken furnace and heater. Yeah. I've married to, because you can put on as many layers as possible. Mm. But once you, once it gets too hot and you get naked, people complain. Police get called. This is what I would have done. If I lived in her house, I would have sectioned off 
a couple of area, like the main area, if it was their bedroom and would have like tried to insulate it with like blankets over windows, mm-hmm. blankets over doorway and probably a smaller room in the house. And then anytime I cooked in the kitchen, I would open up because this is what my parents did. My mom would just open up the stove to like let the heat come out. I don't know. It would just warm up. I don't know. There's so many things she could have done. I love it. This was where my childhood pioneer. Remember how I told you I would like so we could survive the winter? Mm -hmm. All up here. The only thing that would suck is for me, if in addition to the furnace not working, your water heater didn't work. Can you imagine being in a freezing cold house and having to take a freezing cold shower? It's it's the most popular thing now. And it is I so popular. That, they say that it raises your dopamine up dramatically for like six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it would de- it would depress me for six the to eight hours. The closest I can get is to move my shower level knob, you know, move my shower knob just slightly colder. Don't even, don't even talk about that. Uh Uh, Michael and I used to think that showers were romantic and then we started to take them together. Uh Um, He loves it so cold. Really? He's he's like, no, there's some warmth. No, no, there is not. Sometimes I, no. And then he says that I like to have a heat of a thousand suns. Yeah. In mine. I'm like, if your skin's not burning, it's not working. Yeah. A shower's not a shower if it's not hot. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. We'll go back to our subject now. I apologize. Yeah. Hey, do you want to read the living in a neighborhood? Yes. Living in a neighborhood with irresponsible pet owners. The this has word. to be somebody in our neighborhood, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on for a second. Okay. I took care of my friend's dog. I'm obsessed with it. Shout out to Winston. I love you. And I love that your eyes don't always go in the same direction. Wait, whose dog is Winston? Um, Nicole's, Nicole's dog. It's a French bulldog. That has my heart. Cute. Forever will love Winston. Um, as I'm picking up this dog's crap, which you can easily get, like, clip on a thing, get a plastic bag, easy as pie, mm-hmm. crap everywhere. I'm like, pick up your dog's crap, people. Yep. It's, it's bad. so annoying. I, it's so annoying. It's Sorry. It's really bad in our neighborhood. Sorry. And, like, there are large dogs. Mm-hmm. Starting it out there. Okay. Sorry. Living in their neighborhood with irresponsible pet owners. The worst, meaning they don't pick up after their dog's poop. I got tired of my neighborhood, my neighbor's dog just being put out on a line for half of the day and they never, 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 never picked it up after. So meaning like they would clip a leash on it. Uh Okay, I finally bought my own shovel, picked it all up and put it by their back gate. I wrote a note that says, please be more responsible and pick up after your pet. Sincerely, mother of a two-year-old who likes to play outside. They did a better job for a while, but never really picked it up consistently. It made me want to buy poopy. I mean, want to put poopy diapers on their porch. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hug this person. We are HOA actually in Gilroy. Our HOA person was the one that would let her dogs go outside, crap on the community lawn and bring no. them back inside. Also no. we dealt with, Oh, we dealt with, I, I did a ton of um, trap and releases trap and like, um, so our community, we, they, a lot of neighbors loved kittens uh-huh. and so they'd have these cats and as soon as they, but they didn't get them immunized, they didn't get them fixed or spayed mm-hmm. and they would just put them out 
and barely remembered to feed them. This is a true story. And so we didn't have any mice problems or rat problems, but so I did a trap and release program because to get there, I had to kidnap my neighbor's cats because they kept getting pregnant and having kittens and oh kittens. And these kittens were like, it was horrible. I actually, um, knocked on her door and asked if I could. And I worked with a, um, like a, a, a charity where I surrendered the kittens and the mama cat mm-hmm. to it because the, it was so horrible guys. Bob Barker had it right. Spay and neuter your pets. It's heartbreaking. I believe it. Yeah. So I kidnapped a couple of my neighbor's cats and got them spayed and neutered. And they were wondering why, even though I asked them not to do it, they still notched the ear. Weird. It's a, it's what it does is they notch a cat's ear to communicate to everybody that they've had their immunizations and they have had, oh, no. um, and they have had, they've been spayed and neutered. So okay. they're not carrying around diseases. Good. So it's a, it's like an international sign. Okay. Um, but they just thought that their cat was in a fight because they didn't care. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for educating us. Wow. Was no. that a rant? I'm sorry. I got, ex- I, it's like a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. No pun intended. You are so weird. You are it wasn't so even intended. Weird. I'm just super tired. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we bought our first condo in this little community. It was perfect for us. But we started to discover that the previous owner had done some interesting DIY projects. One of those projects was replacing all the windows. Kristen, is this your husband? About a year into our ownership, we got a threatening letter from the HOA saying we had the wrong color of window frames and we had to replace them immediately. They were very upset with us for not having the required black frames. By the way, black windows are so in right now. And we had to replace them immediately. Oh, they didn't. They also didn't care when we told them that we had bought the house this way and they should have done something about it with the previous owner. They didn't care. HOAs are great. Anyway, we just decided to ignore it and left it for the next owner when we moved. That's what they mean when they say pay it forward, right? Oh, Michael, you sassy man. He also had the weirdest satellite dish that we had to try to get down. Oh, wow. Was that against the HOA too? Yes, it was weird. And we didn't know how to get it down. It was really in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, I, just, I just remembered... Um, a joy of homeownership story. Are you ready? Yes. Well, I have had, I've lived in this place for, I think, 11 years now. I've lived in this place. And I have had to have, I've flooded my house twice. What do you mean you flooded it twice? Well, the first time I couldn't figure out why the washing machine was all of a sudden very wobbly and shaky. So I tried to pull it out from the wall and figure out what was going on and then try and like, you know, balance those little feet on it to help shaking so much. But when I pushed it back, I didn't pay attention to the fact that the hose had kind of come off because I think our apartment or our our houses are probably the same where you basically just drop the tube into a wall. Yes. Our laundry rooms are on the third story or the top story of our house. Correct. So I was gone at work. My roommate was home doing laundry 
and she had the room down in the basement and she is la 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 la. She'd started her clothes up washing on the third floor and been down in her room in the basement. And all of a sudden she sees water dripping <gasps> from the in the basement. And she's like, what? So she oh. runs up a level and sure enough, there's water all over the kitchen floor, water coming from the ceiling in the kitchen. So she runs up to the laundry room and the entire top floor of the house had flooded because the hose where all the yucky water drained had come loose and was just laying there on the floor. So the washing machine, there was no problems until it started doing the spin cycle to like suck the water out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So traveled through three levels of the house. Wow. And so she called me and I'm like, I don't know how to help you. I'm at work. What do you want me to do? I guess get some towels and swipe it up. And she felt terrible and so like bad about it. But I also felt bad because technically I was the one that yeah was careless and did that. So <sighs> the second time I flooded my house and I don't know, like maybe at some point my home insurance is going to be like fraud, but not yet. Maybe they just understand how dumb I am. What do you have? I don't know. I have no clue. Okay. Just curious. Okay. Um, we, one winter, this was after me and George got married. We left the hose outside all winter long. And did you know, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to leave the hose attached or affixed to the outdoor spigot because there's still water in it. And then it expands and messes up. Should I cover my spigot? I don't think you have to cover it. All I know is that in the spring, we turned the water on and we're like watering all the plants out back. And like several days later, we came downstairs to the basement because we didn't come down here very often. And the carpet was all squishy and we had flooded our basement. Oh, no. So always, always, always winter proof your house, which I had never thought about doing before. So that's fun. Um, the next one is a neighbor story. So I feel like we ought to save it for neighbors. I kind of want to hear it though. Do you okay, want to save it? We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. You think we should save? Yeah, let's save it. Okay. What about this one? You want to read it, Kristen, at one point? Okay. At one point I heard scratching in the wall of our house. It sounded too big for mice, but over the course of a few days, I was certain there was something there. Oh, that is terrifying. Oh, when I started smelling the stench of a dead animal near the front door, I realized we had a bigger problem. We determined one must have fallen down between the walls and died there because he couldn't get back out. Within a couple of weeks, we found two different holes about the size of a lemon chewed through our good cedar siding. Oh, on the outside of our house. My husband checked in the attic. Oh, and found a nest of squirrels. We plugged up the vents and put live traps down there squirrels oh i had a friend that her house was infested with gerbils hamsters Gross. did you know that was possible that's disgusting gerbils um i'm just realizing that these submissions are probably from my mom or dad <laughs> because i was like that happened 
to me growing up too. I totally remember there being a stench in the side of our house. Um, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for participating. Yeah. So they also, my mother or father says our first home was at the bottom. I mean, let's be honest, the details, the quality of the details is probably my mom. Our first home was at the bottom of a small hill. And when it rained, really hard. The water would run down the hill and flood the end of our driveway from side to side. Okay. Not just like flooded our driveway from side to side, but also like for several feet out in front of our house as well. We affectionately named it Sprazoff Lake and that's our last name. And the kids loved riding their big wheels through it. We have fond memories of that house and yard. It was a killer backyard. We had such a fun backyard. Oh, love that. And we'll have to share the neighbor one for the next, for when we do neighbor stories. Do you want to read recently? Recently, our smoke alarm went off in the middle of a hot summer night. We got up and checked for a fire, even though there was no smell of smoke. One of us knew there was no fire. We switched our attention to stopping the danged alarm in our bedroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My husband climbed up on a little step stool to remove the top of the smoke alarm to get it to stop. When he pulled it down from above his head, he felt something soft falling on his head and shoulders and assumed it was insulation or something. It was dark and he couldn't see upon, Oh my gosh. Upon going into the bathroom to put the detector down and turning on the light, he saw that he had, I'm going to barf. I'm going to barf. I'm going to barf. I'm going to, oh, oh. It could be worse. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, I might, I'm twitching. Oh, oh. Okay. Come on, Kristen Danielson. Be professional. He had actually hundreds of small ants crawling all over him. I jumped up. I jumped back out of the bed and he yelled, helping to brush them off. We, wa- we washed when we could off the smoke alarm down the drain, brushed all of the, all we could off of them, but found hundreds more crawling on the ceiling where the smoke detector was and swarming the step stool. We ended up getting a vacuum cleaning up as many as we could. Never thought we'd be spending the middle of the night like that when we crawled into bed a couple of hours earlier. Can, and how did they sleep? Like every time there was a tickle, like um, they would be like, ah! yeah, like it's my parents. Yeah. I didn't realize this story was also my parents. I think I was just talking with my dad about this the other day. I think they must have like an ant nest up in their attic or something. Like they still do. Be- well, they don't have like crazy ant problems, but their house has ants and they'll set out traps for a little while and the problem will kind of get better. But then like it comes back all the time and like, different places in Oregon have a lot of ants. We know a lot of ants are really attracted to water and Oregon is wet. My parents live in the middle of the forest, like three sides of their house. Is their house magical? It is really magical. You've got to come sometime. It's a great, great house. But I was just like, dad, I think there's got to be something else. Like you've got to come get someone to treat it, spray it, do something. Oh, my parents will never spend money on somebody else doing that mm-hmm. but like you can literally buy spray at costco for 20 bucks that lasts you for years and years and years because speaking of ants within a month or two of owning this house like here i am first time homeowner 29 years old 
buying this house all by myself, trying to figure out what to do. And I had a massive ant problem all of a sudden in this brand new build. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And obviously had to get everybody's suggestions, try to figure it out. And I did, I laid out traps. I laid out the different ant, ant treats is what my dad calls them. The ant candy. Um, and I have never since then had an ant problem in the house, but our driveway every summer we get them and I just spray all around the garage, spray in the like cement cracks and everything and they go away. It's oh. Like, oh my gosh. Do you, do you not have ant problems in your driveway ever, Kristen? No, not in my driveway, in my basement because my kids leave food down here. Oh, okay. Um, when in our old apartment, Michael and I, it was either our apartment or our condo, we were at war with ants. Like it was not a joke. I think it's, it's way it's harder in human funny. areas. It's not like they're like, oh, ants. No, they're monsters. Uh huh. They are monsters. It is so frustrating. Yeah, ants are big B word. Bugs. <laughs> they're bugs. They're bugs. <laughs> So that story started out all nice and innocent. Like we all know the story of the fire alarm chirping because the batteries are dead in the middle of the night and you just want it to stop. I don't think my parents ever put fire alarms in their house until later. That's crazy. Don't you I don't remember? I think recently, like within the last 15 years of living there for 30 years did they have fire alarms they had an old one in the closet that didn't have a battery in it mm, that's crazy and we're still so alive in this house when the owner when the owner when the builders turned it over to us they had the most sensitive fire alarms ever like if i was just baking something really hot in the oven it would go off um mine go off constantly are they constantly going off I got new ones and we don't have that problem anymore. But the original ones from the builder, I literally replaced every fire alarm. I think mine are from Vivint. Oh, okay. So not original. They are so sensitive. It is annoying. And then Vivint calls. We see that you had a fire alarm. I'm like, I'm just cooking dinner. Yeah. Leave me alone. It does not help my cooking confidence, by the way. (laughs) Every time the fire alarm goes off, my kids panic and they're like, mom's cooking. Yeah. So rude. So rude. Um, We got another listener story. Do you want to read it? Yes. Oh gosh. My first year living on my own, I lived in a really old house. There was one bedroom in the basement. Oops, excuse me. And it happened to be my bedroom. Across the hall was a creepy storage room. The kind where if you open it, the kind if you open it, the door, you make it as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. It was full of wolf spiders. The storage room, not the bedroom. I know, but it's connected to the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, I also had some crazy roommates. So my only normal roommate moved downstairs with me. When we went to bed, we would turn off the light and beeline it to our beds, jumping in our beds as fast as possible. There was no kneeling on the floor to stare nightly prayers. We would, we would kneel on our bed. It was horrible. And I had to move out of that place as soon as the opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh. I lived in a basement apartment, apartment in Rexburg. 
an old, old apartment complex. And the wolf, wolf spiders are no joke. Situation was out of control. Out of the control. What situation? The wolf spider situation was is out of it, control. Is their bites painful? I think they're poisonous. All I know is wolf spiders are really aggressive and they would not run away from you. They would run towards you. No, no. Light that house on fire and burn it down. Are you ready to see it? Yes. Are you ready for this? This is a wolf spider. Take it down. Take it down. Look at the eyes. If they can look you in the eyes clearly, they are not poisonous. Oh, they're not? Unless you're allergic to their venom. Um, Wolf spiders don't pose a threat to people. If possible to be allergic, you could be allergic to it, but they're not poisonous. Since wolf spiders are large, their bite may be painful. (gasps) Okay, we got to shut off the screen. (gasps) 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 I don't know. I feel like the ones in my basement ran towards me. Um, my mother-in-law to this day says that she has a deal with her wolf spiders. If she doesn't kill them, they don't bite her. Oh, that's, I like that. That's a good solution. No, no, it's not. Because when I was living there, when we were looking for a home, I killed a bunch. This is my theory about spiders and all creepy crawly things. Yeah, Are I'm you ready? very creepy crawly right now. I, it's messing with me and I'm in my basement. Yeah. You are too. Okay. Whoa. Um, this is my thing. In my house, if you come into my house, you die. You die. Outside, go amongst your I will I will move out of your way. I will I will not, yeah, but like if you are in my house, you're dead. But my mother-in-law is one to do the paper and the cup. And you know what? She's a better person than I am. I'm gonna throw it out there. She is. If you want me to, I will come spray around the perimeter of your basement. You're so sweet. And I won't even charge you for it. Really? You're so sweet to me. Do you spray? I haven't in several years, but yes, I like to. I haven't sprayed. I like to spray around the perimeter of my basement and outside and then my front door and my garage door. I haven't sprayed. Maybe it would make a difference. But I haven't dealt with any. It's just with my in-laws. So I haven't dealt with any spiders in your basement ever. No. That's impressive. Just the aunties. Just the aunties. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Kristen, can you think of anything else that you like literally love and not sarcastically love about being a homeowner? I love being able to personalize everything on what I would like. Mm-hmm. Um, our And this is our first home where we want to live here for a long time. Right. Before we were like, this is a stepping stone. This is a stepping pebble. And we were too poor to even try to update it or make it cute. And here mm-hmm. I'm not at that point yet, but if I wanted to, I could start really individualizing this house. Okay. But it's already really pretty dang cute. Be- not because of me, because of the previous owners, yeah. but it is really cute. Thank goodness. Right now with my boys, not my daughter, but with my boys, 
they are not nice to any of my things. So I have mm-hmm. come to terms with it's not my season to have a nice, cute house. Yeah. I can't wait for it. I have a lot of friends who are probably chomping at the bit to help me and who are talented. I have the sweetest friend that's like, put some art on the wall. Your walls are so bare. Mm-hmm. It drives her crazy. She says, seeing my bare walls hurt her heart. <laughs> um, so she is, I mean, so like, I just, my kids hurt everything. Yep. And so I just don't, it's not my time, but I, I love our home. It's the best. Do you have plantation shutters? We do. We do. I do not like them very much. Okay. They're so pretty. Don't get me wrong. Uh But I realized that when I want the light in, I, in order for me to open up my shutters, I have to open them and then they're kind of in the way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then my kids think that I've literally caught Andy twice swinging on them. I was going to say like, how do your kids treat them? Not well. They're still in they are. And by the way, going strong still, they're excellent, excellent shutters. But I just, I, and it's like, or I don't know. So I love them. They make me smile. They're, they're high quality. If they can handle my boys, I think I would get, if I, if we ever change our whatever, I think I'd get something where when I open my window, I can really open my window and not, does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. It's yeah. like partially, or if I just wanted to like crack them open, it's still an obstructed view with all of the thick shutters. Mm-hmm. It's not a full view. Yeah. Um. One thing I love about home ownership is just knowing I don't have to move anytime soon. Oh, that you is know, so nice. because yeah. before I bought this house, I moved at least every year. That's exhausting. Like I moved every year. Sometimes in less than a year, I had moved. That's awful. So from age 18 to 29 for 11 years, I moved constantly. And so you bought your own home and you were like, this is it. And so I bought my own home at 29 and I have not had to move since. (sighs) Can I tell you something that we have that I have never had? Yeah. Is just a deep tub. Oh, yeah. A soger tub. Uh Uh-huh. Game changer. Yeah, it's great. It is amazing. I love it. For well, the folks, if oh. you, if any of the, wait, are we good? Are, do we? Kristen and I are just staring at each other. <laughs> um, did we use up any? No, I just wanted to say this episode was inspired by my friend, Evan, who was one that way back at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned um, bad advice. Do you remember the bad advice episode? Yes. And that like renting is okay, right? Renting is paying for a service. There are lots of services that we pay for and we don't freak out at people and tell them like, you know, you should, you should own that. You're just throwing your money away by renting. There are, there are services that we pay for, right? Yeah. That's a good perspective right now. No, I cannot. What did you say? Can you, can you think of any examples? Oh my gosh. We're, we're unraveling Kristen. Um, can you think of any examples where we pay for a service? Like we rent something when we don't tell like, okay, Netflix, 
We don't mm-hmm. tell people that they're just throwing their money away and that they should buy all of that video content. I do remember a moment where something happened in our condo that we bought. Mm-hmm. And I remember Michael's like, we, our reaction was to call the manager. Yeah. And we realized we are the managers. Yeah. So that's that actually that very friend, Evan, who said, stop telling people that they're throwing their money away if they're renting, just bought a house. And so I thought this would be an appropriate time to talk about the joys of home ownership. So Evan, if you're listening, congrats on owning a home. Congrats, Evan. Funny thing is I have a friend, Carrie, who her sweet husband and her are saving up and looking and they really want to be homeowners. Mm -hmm. And my friend Kate and I are both like, it's meh. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. It's good. It is good. Okay. Okay. Listeners, if any of these jog your memories, please, please go onto our website. If you're having a hard time, we're on Instagram that, and that would link us directly to our website. What's another way they can link us. Is it on Spotify as well? Yeah. So in the show, wherever they listen to our podcast in the show notes, in the show description, there's always a link to the website. And I went ahead and updated our old website. So if they're listening to an older episode, the link is the updated link. Wonderful. And then also listeners, if you can um, not only reply, but um, rate us and leave a What's the word? What's review. the word? Review. Chris got our first review and it was so nice. I want to put that in my personal jur- like journal. Yeah. We got our first review. It was amazing. We got our first review so on um, Apple, on iTunes, and it was lovely. Maybe I cried a little bit. I was like, what? Oh, me? You? Yeah, it was amazing. So, so leave reviews and please, please, please share. Please share. So Probably other people that's the most helpful thing. If an episode just really hits you, if you reshare it on the social meds with somebody that you think might appreciate it, that would be awesome. We love you. And Amanda, are you going to close us off? Yeah. Stay classy. TMMers. We'll see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.